The Yankees' injuries this season have been bizarre, and the organization is taking heat from the fan base. But is the criticism this time around warranted? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and with me as always is my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, what's going on? Oh, we got plenty on a jam-packed Friday edition of Locked On Yankees. Thanks so much for clicking, guys. We appreciate it. Of course, later on, we got to preview the weekend set here against the Houston Astros after last night's win. We also have, of course, Fan Mail Friday. We have plenty of questions to get to from our subtexters and just one from our YouTubers here today. So stick around for that a little bit later on in the show. Of course, Stacey, the big news prior to Thursday night's game, Thursday night's win over Houston, was the news that Anthony Rizzo is going on the injured list uh, Yankees PR tweeting out prior to tonight's game. That's last night. The Yankees made the following roster moves, placed Anthony Rizzo on the 10 day injured list with post concussion syndrome and recalled Oswaldo Cabrera from Scranton Wilkes-Barre. So Stacy, we, we kind of just alluded to it there a second ago, but everyone online is pissed, right? <laughs> like everyone's mad. Um, yeah. And so I, I wanted to talk about this. Look, the Yankees have a lot of things to be criticized about this year. <laughs> you, you can find no shortage <laughs> of, of things you want to nitpick and be mad about. Right. Um, and this is one of them where I think it's not as black and white as people are making it out to be. Right. For a couple of reasons. Concussions are very tricky. This is not like other injuries like a labrum tear. Right. <laughs> you look at the picture, it's torn. You go, well, it's torn. Yeah. Go fix it. Mm -hmm. um, this is not like that at all. And I don't think that excuses everything here. But I, th I think we can give at least some benefit of the doubt here that the Yankees took bare minimum necessary steps to make sure Rizzo was as healthy as possible. Gave him the three days. He had those three games off after he had that conclusion with Tatis. They obviously ran. We physically saw them run through concussion protocols on the field after the play because that's what they're supposed to do. Um, I have a ATC in the family. So I was texting with them uh, and asking about concussions, someone who has worked in professional sports for years. And uh, typically, while it's they're not familiar with the MLB protocols, they typically look at them for about, they monitor them for about 48 hours after mm -hmm. a suspected collision, like something like that. They would kind of monitor him for about 48 hours. They would run through tests. They would make sure everything's okay. They would avoid painkillers. Like they would do all this, the necessary steps, right? Um, what's strange about this, Stace, is, is the time that it took for Rizzo himself to be like, I've done everything right. Like my body feels fine. Something else is wrong here. And maybe that's on the Yankees to be a little bit more cautious about. Yeah. That's where I can see the criticism. But for for a lot of fans who are saying they did this to him, I think is completely, completely outlandish yeah. and ridiculously accusatory. And it makes no sense. Let's just let's just leave it right then and there. It makes no sense that the Yankees would want Rizzo playing hurt. Right. Like, in that sense, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this is this is scary stuff. The stuff the stuff he was describing, you know, not being sure of 
how many outs there are, um, certain pitches that he'd go after that he would be like, I don't usually go after that pitch. That's that's kind of weird that I was swinging at this stuff. And um, just the cognitive impairment phrase really tripped me up when I read that earlier. That's really it's really scary stuff. Um, I was telling Steve before the show, I hit my head in high school and I was messed up for a good three days. And, you know, you really have to be careful with that stuff. Um, you know, when the news first came out, I was really hot and really upset about it. But the more I've thought about it and after seeing Rizzo speak, I'm not I'm not mad at the Yankees because, you know, the player sometimes doesn't tell everyone everything. Yeah. Um, you see it all the time. I mean, Derek Jeter insisted on playing with that bone bruise and then his ankle just collapsed under him during that. ALCS and then he was out for pretty much the next year so I, I don't know what could have been done differently but this is some scary stuff and like you said you can't really diagnose a concussion like you would with a tear or a break or something that you would see in an x-ray and sometimes these symptoms crop up later and yes. And then they also last for a while, which is scarier because the Yankees saw this with Clint Frazier a few years ago. He hit his head into the wall and he had concussion symptoms for like two to three years. So I don't think that's going to happen with Rizzo. I mean, he did hit his neck hard into Tatis, but this is just it's scary. I feel bad for him because that's that can't be a fun feeling when you don't really know what's going on with your body where it's not so bad that you're debilitated, but you know that something's wrong and you're just kind of like, what is happening? Yeah, especially if you're going through something like this for the first time. Yeah. Like it's 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 not like it's, and especially you got to remember the mindset of an athlete and a professional athlete at the peak of their lives and their athletic ability, your whole life you are trained to play through pain. Yeah. You are trained to rub dirt in it. You're trained to go as hard as you physically can no matter what. And when it's something that isn't like, I don't know, I don't think of the brain as like physical in a weird right. sense, right? It's no, not no. like, well, my arm hurts, and I, but you know what? Ice it, ibuprofen, let's go. That's not, yeah. that's not how that works uh, when, it's, when it's your head. Yeah. So you can understand where Rizzo is coming from. We're like, dude, judge is out. This team's offense is failing. They need me. And you yep. can totally get where he's coming from. Like, oh, grit your teeth and bear it, right? Figure it out. Yeah. Um, but in this sense, it and and that he couldn't really make that connection necessarily, or it's like we could see it obviously, where it's like we could earmark this day this happened, and these are the two stats, right? <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. But when yeah. you're at the plate physically, you're like, eh, no, I don't care about the numbers. I'm like, how am I doing it? Um, yeah. But if his reaction time, which is what they found, is slower, he's like, well, that's that's where it is, and and that's what triggered the scene of events, the sequence of events. And, uh, you know, I, again, I don't think it's it's completely fair to just completely rip the Yankees here. Yeah, it's just been an interesting couple of days. Oh, it's around. been a week, Stace. It's been a week. Uh, <laughs> what a weird week. And in, in hey, land. they came out and what did they do on Thursday night? They, they won again. The Astros, my God. Yeah, they won again. Uh, it's a big win last night. Streak. Two game winning streak, four to three win last night. Uh, Stanton, another bomb, two run shot. Uh, Christian Javier tried to repeat back to back fastballs, and that was a bad idea. Mm -hmm. uh, so Stanton goes deep. Uh, Billy McKinney with a fastball that kind of leaked back over the plate. They wanted it down and away, came back down and in, and, and he just went and got it. Solo shot. Unbelievable. 
And he hit it far too. Like he hit it hard. You know, Stanton's was 430. His was 410. Stanton was 114 off the bat. McKinney was 110 off the bat. I mean, they, they really hit the ball hard. Yeah, sure did. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, Anthony Volpe. Big RBI go-ahead single. Uh, that was massive. Bottom six. Uh, he just gets to to a fastball down in the zone. He just reaches out, pokes it, and and does what Anthony Volpe does. And you know, you see the Astros battle back there. Um, get that that big homer off of uh, Wandy. Clark Schmidt gave you everything that you could have wanted. Again, another five solid innings uh, with four strikeouts and just two earned. So uh, it's good to see some fight. It's good to see some. Well, I was going to say clean baseball, but it wasn't the no. cleanest. There was a couple of defensive miscues. I was going to sure. say nope. <laughs> um, but in lieu of that, uh, another solid game put together by the Yankees, and and that's really all you can hope for at this point. Did this, this felt like a game they would have lost like maybe two, three days ago, a week ago. I don't know. It felt like it, it like three, nothing didn't feel comfortable enough, especially against the Astros. And when the Astros tied it, I just thought to myself, all right, how are they going to blow it this time? And they didn't. And it was a nice, pleasant surprise. So yeah. big ups to the Yankees. But I was thinking about that because we spoke on yesterday's show about the last game against the Rays being good in every aspect where they made great defensive plays. The pitching was really good. The offense was amazing. And tonight, you know, yeah, defense, there's a couple of uh, issues there, but they, it didn't cost them too much. Thank goodness. Especially that late play with King and second yeah. base. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, something. And then that the could have been really decision, bad. <laughs> yeah, Glaber at second too. Like their second base was uh, an anomaly last night. For sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but hey, yeah. Again, they pulled it out four to three. I mean, that's all you can hope for is, is is to get through those struggles and figure out a way to win. And that's what they've done the last two nights. So uh, fun, fun fact, guys. The Yankees are six and zero when Billy McKinney hits a home run. Of all and people, <laughs> and that's exactly how you drew it up in spring training. Exactly. Uh, Yankees series continues tonight. Of course, they got three more against Houston over the weekend. Um, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Of course, we have Fan Mail Friday today, so we have a bunch of questions to get to. So let's do that when we come back. championship team it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit it's the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so the next time you need parts and accessories head to ebay motors with ebay guaranteed fit you can be sure every part you need fits just right the first time around just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop on ebay motors and with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in the game in no time after all it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed get the right parts the right fit and the right prices on ebaymotors.com ebay guaranteed fit is only available to u.s customers eligible items only and exclusions apply Back now on Lockdown Yankees. Hey, don't forget, the series continues with Houston tonight. You can catch it on SiriusXM. I listened to John and Susan last night because I didn't want to listen to the national broadcast. So you could do that, too, with the SiriusXM 
app. Uh, of course, coming up on Monday show, don't forget two to the everydayers out there. Miners Monday, we're going to have a real official Miners Monday, <laughs> unlike this past week because of trade deadline stuff. So back to regularly scheduled programming. Uh, hmm. Stacy, it's Fan Mail Friday. We have a bunch to get to. Uh, and just as an aside, uh, for the subtexters, a lot of questions about Rizzo. So we obviously answered almost all of those, uh, save the first one here. So just in case you're like, hey, I'm a subtexter, I get priorities, because we addressed it all in the top of the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we, we saw did them have, all. <laughs> we have this one here from Juan asking us, do you think MLB is going to investigate the fiasco with Rizzo? If so, can the league use their own doctors in the future and get rid of the ones employed by the team? Also, could it be more that players are injured and are not saying anything? Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure listening to you both while I work during the wee hours of the night. Thank you, Juan, for being a subtexter, and thank you for your question. Stace, I don't think there's going to be an investigation here. No. No, because I think it's more the second or third part. Could it be more players are injured and not saying anything? Again, with the Rizzo thing, it wasn't a physical thing. It was more a head thing. And while he felt weird, it's the first time he was feeling like this. He was feeling sluggish. He thought it was from travel, which totally makes sense. Um, you know, for, for once, I'm not going to blame the Yankee doctors on this one. <laughs> there yeah. are other instances where they make me very angry because things are happening with certain injuries. But this one is tricky. Yeah, very tricky. Um, I think, if anything, the uh, Major League Baseball might take a look again at their concussion protocols, if anything. Yep. Um and I think that's an ongoing process that's constantly changing and evolving as we learn more about these types of injuries. Just in sports as a whole, uh, the sports medicine community is still constantly learning about this kind of stuff um, and how to deal with it properly because it's, let's be fair, for the majority of professional sports, we just haven't cared about this kind of stuff. And it, that's bad, but it's, I'm glad that they're starting to a lot, lot more. Yeah. Um, so keep figuring out, keep learning. Yeah. Uh, thank you again, Juan, for your question. Stacy. we got this one here, and uh, we actually got two that are pretty much the same question. This is coming from a new subtexter, Angelino. Fan Mail Friday question. You guys see any significant changes uh, for the offseason as far as the front office? And then Eric, uh, another newer subtexter, said, do you think Cashman is on the hot seat and could be given some other position if the Yanks miss the playoffs? Stace, uh, let's see. Any significant changes coming for the front office, do you think, this year? I would maybe if they miss the playoffs, but I really don't see it happening. I feel like Hal and Cashman are like a longtime married couple and they're just not going to break up for business purposes because it's easier to stay together. <laughs> <laughs> We're staying together for the kids. Yeah. Or they're staying uh, together for the kids and the kids are the Yankees. And um, I really, I don't know. Um, you would like to, obviously. You would like to see some changes. Oh, um, I would, yes. Uh, and 99% of the fan base, which yeah. if you just look at any thread anywhere. Um, and then in the same vein, uh, do you think Cashman is on the hot seat given or could be given some other position if the Yanks miss the playoffs? I feel like that's out of the question. I don't think that would no. happen. No, no. Yeah. I think there's a better chance of me being hired by the Yankees in any position than Cashman being fired or, or reassigned. Yeah. Hey, yeah. they need hot dog sellers. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Eric. Thank you, Angelina. Thank you guys for being subtexters. Of course, don't forget subtexters get priority here on fan mail Friday. Almost all our questions this week are from subtexters. Of course, we also had a more jam packed show today. So that's just how it goes. Sometimes uh, this next one, Stacy is coming from Adam. And this is a fun one with the season unfolding the way it is. Personally, I'm focusing on other storylines. One being the 
prospects and AAA guys. With this in mind, what's one pitching and one position player prospect you'd like to see get some run this year? Deep cuts. Welcome. Thank you, guys. You make my workday mornings manageable. Thank you, Adam. Another newer subtexter checking in. We, we're just uh, we're just pulling them off the streets these days. Um, <laughs> One pitching and one position player prospect you like to see get a deep run. Uh, for the last like week, I've been uh, I've been saying get Clayton Beater up. I, oh my god, you took my answer. I took I took yours, <laughs> uh, I, and I I think it's a strategy that I've seen other teams take uh, this year and in recent years of quickly pushing their prospects. Um, understanding if it's worth it yeah. one um but to see what you got yeah i think that's an interesting strategy that front offices are starting to take um obviously these are more pipe dreams so right. i mean there's 40 man moves and stuff that has to be done yada yada it's boring stuff but yeah. yeah if we could just like you know pick them out and let them go yeah no I, i'd like to see beater um get a shot and just see how his stuff plays in the majors is yeah. he ready fully no of course not no. Jeez. <laughs> uh, he just got called up to triple a so yeah he's not ready um yeah. and i and i would, would like to see andre shaparo get a chance um he's 40 man so that's easier mm. um he's been very streaky this year but man when he's on he's on and uh my my always caveat is get flow to the show yeah i was just thinking uh beater for pitcher just because he popped into my head and i thought that would be cool um and for me I just want to see Austin Wells's mustache up on the major league <laughs> level because that's quite a stash. And I think he'd look awesome in the Yankee pinstripes in the stadium. Yeah. Just the way he, he's just, he looks so cool. He looks like he should be in that. Um, what is it? Eastbound and down. Is that what it's called? Mm, <laughs> he mm, looks like a character mm. from that show. So yeah, nice, that's my pick. Nice, nice. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Uh, yeah. If they end up ca calling like an Austin Wells, that would be either September. You'd have to be 40 uh yeah. and then also that or injury which makes i know yeah that. again this don't want to see that us, <laughs> you know like fantasy land we're in fantasy land we're that's just it playing yes. around uh, <laughs> adam i really like that question that's a fun one uh let us know in the comment section down below your answer to that one pitching and one position player prospect you want to see get some chances here in the majors this season um stacy we have one more here today this is coming from amos george 8124 this is a youtuber asking us do you believe uh, do you guys believe that the no beard no long hair policy is a deterrent to players wanting to join the yankees i was all for it once upon a time but now i'm not so sure stace we've kind of addressed this uh in a roundabout way earlier this season on a fan mail friday but in light of having players go mm, no i don't want to shave my beard yeah. do you think that's a thing of course it's a thing guys have actually specifically come out and say no i'm not playing for the yankees because i don't want to shave <laughs> or i don't want to cut my hair or i don't want to do this yes it's definitely a deterrent i feel like they're relaxing things a little bit we're we're never i don't think we're ever going to see beards i think the beards are definitely not happening but i feel like they're letting guys have longer hair i mean until cole cut his hair his hair was pretty long for a yankee you know not quite jacob de grom or like a noah Syndergaard. Oh, yeah brandon like marsh. not like that kind of oh, oh god brandon marsh um don't get me started on him um but <laughs> they're being a little more lenient although it could be cold i mean he's making 324 million dollars maybe they were like yeah you yeah, know you can you can keep your hair it's fine give him um, the extra inch yeah yeah i mean 
I used to be one of those people who were like, no, I don't want this. I don't want that. Because, you know, some of these guys look like they can house animals in their woodland animals in their beards. And I don't like that. But a clean beard. I would love to see a Yankee with a clean beard. Like these guys grow beards so fast. Jordan Montgomery. I didn't think that boy could grow a beard. And he has one now that he's not on the Yankees. And oh, I think Ken Waldachuk did that right away after he got traded. It took him like two days. Yes. Yes. I know that you can see some guys and you look at them, you're like, oh yeah, that guy could grow a beard in probably six <laughs> hours. But like Jordan Montgomery and uh, Walt, no, I didn't picture either of those two guys growing those things so fast. I mean, Joey Gallo yeah. grew his within three hours. Of oh yeah, that was a traded. miracle. That was a yeah. miracle. Um, yeah. I think I looked no further than Andrew McCutcheon. Just like, gosh, that looked, I mean, I love that guy to death. He's one of my favorite baseball players of all time. Without a beard, it was like, Ugh, like, who are you? I don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, uh, that that was that that struck a chord with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm all in favor of completely abolishing that. I I hate it. I think it's it's lame, and I want to see guys with a beard in a. George isn't here anymore. He's the one that put it in, so he's the one that made it a thing. So let's get rid of it. And uh, Team Brandon Marsh. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> team... He just looks. He just looks like he <laughs> I love it. Bathe. I love it. I love it. The caveman. It's a great no. look. Uh, <laughs> team Charlie Blackman. Team no, you know Brandon what it Marsh. is? It reminds me of the 2004 Red Sox, and that's like a nightmare for me. So, uh, no, I don't like it. Nope. No, thank hey, you. Hey, that's where, that's where we get along. That's mm-hmm. where we get along. Um, <laughs> let us know in the comment section, too, again, while you're telling us about the prospect stuff. Let, let us know. I, maybe we should do a poll of that. We haven't done a poll of that one. We have also haven't done a poll in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, we, uh, maybe we ask our Locked On listeners uh, and see... What do you guys feel about that? Just like to see just, just a little, little quick, little research. Um, we're going to step aside one more time here on our Friday show. We got one more segment for you guys. We got to talk about the upcoming uh, games here against the Houston Astros. Back now on Lockdown Yankees, our final segment for the week. Hey, the Astros series tonight, Sirius XM, every game, Sirius XM, go to Sirius XM, download Sirius XM, search Sirius XM. Did I say Sirius XM enough for you guys? All right, there you go. Uh, Stacy, okay. Friday it's not night. that easy to say, and you said it in quick succession there. That's, that's impressive. Hey, you know, I'm an impressive guy. <laughs> Hunter Brown versus Sevy tonight. Hunter Brown, a uh, young buck, 24 years old. Uh, he's pitched fine this year. Nothing crazy. Sevy though. Make it or break it for Sevy tonight? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it. I feel like yep. it. The, the, uh, you can't do this all year. You just can't. No, you can't. No. If you're in it to win it, like we said on yesterday's show, if you're in it to win it, you can't keep trotting him out. You really can't because it's a guaranteed yeah. loss at this point. Ugh, I'm yeah, I mean, you dig, a dig yourself a hole. You dig yeah. yourself a hole that fast and you go, well, yeah. now what? <laughs> I just, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, you know, the Yankees did a nice job holding them to only three on Thursday night because, you know, there were some instances there where it looked like, oh, God, here we go. They're going to hit like a three-run home run and, you know, turning a double play and getting things done. And it worked out well. But I'm just – I'm really worried about Seve. But this has to be – if he doesn't do well, has to be the last time. They can't keep doing it. Yeah. I think this is it. I think this is it tonight. Um, and then it's super cautious moving forward. Like if let's say he t- turns in like an okay night, you know, nothing that's like seven runs or anything like that. Yeah. They let him go again. Like it's it's – like back against the wall pretty much every time now moving out until he has like what five good ones in a row, which is basically 
till the rest of the season september <laughs> yeah. in september at that point yeah uh yeah so we'll see we'll see um verlander cortez saturday night this is going to be a fun little uh little ditty we're going to see on saturday uh of course justin verlander pitched well against the yankees when he was with the mets uh, nestor's coming back they skipped his last rehab to make him start this weekend it's the gutsy. Thing the thing that worries about worries me about this is oh, sorry sevi being the night before cortez, cortez being on a pitch limit if Sevy has a really bad outing and they have to take him out after three innings and then use the bullpen, and then Cortez has to be taken out after 60 pitches, and what if those 60 pitches are only in three or four innings? The bullpen is going to be run into the ground this weekend. Sure, sure, totally could. And uh, the way Carlos Rodon has not been able to get deep into ball games on Sunday. This is bad. Oh, this is against, bad. <laughs> yeah, against Jose Urquidy. I mean, I, I could totally see this weekend turning sour pretty quick. Yes. Um, but, hey. We're, we're the glass half full podcast here. Maybe not. Maybe not. Right. Maybe it goes okay. I mean, they, I mean, they won, they yeah, won last we're, night. We're halfway to my two. So <laughs> my yeah. hopeful two out of four. So let's see yeah. what happens. Yeah. So they'll see Hunter Brown, Justin Verlander, and Jose Urquidy over the next three days. Hey, it's never easy. It's never yeah. easy. Um, But it is good to stop Houston the way you did last night. That's That's... See, that's a good winning the first game of a series, especially against Houston and coming off the win that they came off of against the Rays. It's a good thing. Like, it's a good feeling. It's like, oh, all right. This winning thing is kind of cool. Maybe we should keep (laughs) doing it. (laughs) Yeah, a a novel idea. Yeah, Um, they're trying. Jake Bowers is now your first baseman. That's that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Hopefully, Jake Bowers uh, provides some thump. Of course, we saw some fluctuation in the lineup again last night, even with almost everybody the same in the lineup, save McKinney. Um, you know, we saw Bowers drop, and we saw or Bowers drop to the front, and then IKF fall to the back for whatever reason. Hmm. Under the sun, you can find one, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's too late in the week in a week like this for us to start talking about lineup construction again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. We'll see how the lineup figures out this weekend. I'm going to say this much. This was a week, dude. This week was too much. It was yes. I, th- this is new rule. Yankees, you can only get two national news stories in a week. That's <laughs> really? it. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, it's too much, I, man. It's, it's exhausting. It really is. <laughs> this was the most exhausting week of the season. Yeah. I am tired yeah i agree don't watch the game on friday just sleep just well, check I mean, on game day every now and then yeah if you don't have apple tv you won't be able to see it anyway well <laughs> that's baseball susan all right that's the way you finish a show on a friday don't forget you can join our subtext you saw those questions earlier subtexters sent them all in they get priority there's a 14-day free trial in the episode description i say this to you 400 times a week you guys know the drill if you hung out to the end of a friday show you know what i'm about to say so i'm not going to say it we will see you on monday that's going to do it for today's lockdown yankees i'm steve granado and i'm stacy gotsulius and yes we'll see you for miners monday <laughs> <laughs>